the Clydesdale Media Weight Loss Journey, where Scott does his weekly check-in with nutrition coach Cheryl Nasso every week live on our YouTube channel. Make sure you like and subscribe and hit that notifier so you first know when new episodes come out. Sit back, relax, enjoy the show. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Clydesdale Media Weight Loss Journey. That's all I'm doing for an intro today. Yeah. He is, he is the Clydesdale. I am Coach Cheryl. And we are here to talk about where Scott's at. And it's funny because as a nutrition coach, I don't know if it's just as a nutrition coach, as a person, I kind of have like, well, for one, I never have an off. I never have a day where I'm not thinking about somebody. And it's funny because I, I was messaging Scott over the weekend because I needed something from him, but also because I like, I had a feeling that things weren't quite right. And, uh, I was like, Hey, you got a few minutes. Didn't hear back right away. And then the next, the next conversation I get is that you're not feeling well and it's been a rough weekend. So fill me in on what happened this weekend. So, um, as we get into it, you understand I don't have a ton of breath, so it's short statements. Um, basically, I've I've been telling you for mo- like a month and a half that every time I work out, I run out of breath really fast. Mm-hmm. And it's been very frustrating because I feel like my sinuses were getting better and um, and I can breathe completely through my nose now. Like it's really cool. Then this weekend just took a turn for the worse and it got where I couldn't really even catch my breath. Like felt like full on asthma attack or that I could just not breathe at all. Mm-hmm. Like really scary. So I called my doctor. He couldn't get me in until today. And, um, and that's like, all of a sudden, like it went from, I could do a workout, but like holding back a little bit to, I can't even like get up the stairs like instantly. So, so I get to the, the doctor today, he, and I was still having that gas problem, like excessive, excessive gas. And so, um, he felt around um, laid me down, went through my stomach, uh, my chest, a lot about a lot of stuff like that. And then um, after a few tests, turns out that I have a um, infection in my lungs. And it's probably been there for a while and uh, just really ramped up this weekend. Yeah. Well, couple things. You haven't really spoken too much about the out of breath stuff. Like you haven't really been disclosing. So I, I have on our on this episodes, and we can listen back. I, I know you've been struggling a little bit with breathing, but you haven't been like, I'm getting so out of breath that like I have to stop. Like I haven't. That hasn't. So this does seem like it got better very quickly. However, or got fast really quickly. Got bad really fast. However. I do think that there being an underlying lung issue might be why the last couple of months 
Remember how we've been like, hey, you're like, I feel like you're sick a lot. I think that you might've had something brewing and it just wasn't bad enough to actually be treated. It was it wasn't affecting you that much until all of a sudden last weekend. And that also likely might've been what was upsetting your gut. It might've all been kind of the same thing. It might not have been your food at all. Could have been just that stuff kind of, you know, sitting there, you know, so that might've been more what you were feeling is maybe pressure on the belly from the lungs. So, cause all that stuff pushes into your diaphragm. So you might've been getting gas and stuff from that. I'm sure the doctor probably talked to you about that. Well, the one thing he found was my stomach was really tight. Mm -hmm. Like it was being pushed out inches um, from everything that's going on. Yeah. From the lungs. Yeah. 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 So it was distended like way out there. And it, that today is where that really hurt. Like my stomach hurts so bad this morning when I woke up. Um, and then, and then it's just burp and burp and burp trying to get some yeah. relief. Yep. <laughs> and, and then I went to the doctor and all that. So, um, he so gave me, yeah, he gave me antibiotics and a steroid. Um, and it's just for five days. And then he wants to see me to see if there's any kind of, headway with it and then we'll go from there okay did they do lung x-rays uh not today okay so you're on a steroid and antibiotics. i was gonna say i was gonna say before you said it, i'm assuming they put you on steroids and antibiotics so you're gonna likely start to feel pretty good in a couple of days with the steroid for sure um yeah. but yeah huge setback for sure in terms of that stuff but you know the main thing that I want to touch on as we're going into this is the title of today's uh, episode is another hurdle right before the open. Right. And so I really have mixed feelings about that title because I think that in your head, you're already like, Oh, this is great. Now I'm going into the open, not being at my best. I'm under, I'm not, I'm sick. You know, I, I'm not going to really be able to showcase myself as a person and showing up at the gym. And it's almost like becoming this self-fulfilling prophecy that, oh, my open workouts are going to suck. Okay. First of all, I love CrossFit. I love the open. I love the games. I'm all about it. You know, my goal is I want to compete again, but at the end of the day, it's one workout that's likely going to take about 10 minutes out of your entire week. So this hurdle, I don't give a shit about the open. I don't give a shit about the open. I'm going to be honest. That is the least of my worries when you're telling me that you have a lung infection that is so hard for you to walk up the stairs. My concern for you is your health and being able to walk up the stairs. So when I wrote the title, it, I'm and I'm not concerned with the open either. Good. And I truly Good. am not. I really Good. just want to feel better and be able to be active again without breathing heavy. Yeah. And so the title was just, everybody's talking about the open. I just yeah. kind of went in there. Well, and, the, and why I'm going to say that is because I'm happy that you said that, but do you know how many people right now out there are stressing about being sick two weeks before the open or having a funky itis in their elbow before the open freaking the games ain't right in their paycheck. They're going in there to show their ego. 
you know, like it's like, it's dude, it's not worth it. So my bigger concern for you is where we're at right now with your health. Okay. And, and this is like really important, you know, like your health really matters. I'm going to be honest. I think you are entirely too stressed, entirely too stressed. I'm going to be flat out honest with you today at your coach. You are not prioritizing your health in your life. You are the last person that matters in your life. And I'm being brutally honest with you today because I, I, I wouldn't say last, but I'm putting a lot of people ahead of me. A lot of people. And, and it's got you in a situation right now. And the solution is recognizing that just like your coach, there's only so much your body's going to be capable of before it says, sorry, I'm going to put you on your ass and you're going to have to deal with this. And all those things that you've been putting before you are going to have to take the backseat burner. And that's only going to make you feel worse because now you're letting people down. And that's not the truth, but that's what you're going to feel. You know, so because I, I want you to get better. And yes, I, I like I've mentioned to you, I th- I, I've been saying this, like, I think that there's something going on with your immune system. You've likely had a lung infection for the past 12 to 16 weeks. It's been just brewing a little bit, a little bit of stuff brewing in there. And, you know, it just comes down to, you know, people don't realize you know, not get, yeah, you, you do sleep pretty well, but your sleep schedule isn't great for your circadian rhythm. You know, I think that you're working up until the time you go to bed. You know, I I think that you do a lot of things, you know, you're, you're stressed a lot with work stuff. You're stressed a lot with podcast stuff. You're stressed a lot with a lot of things, you know, and, and you're not really taking your own self and saying, I, I matter in my life. And I get it. I, I don't disagree with that. Um, just to answer Philip Kelly, um, I do go to therapy, um, but my therapist just retired in December. Yeah. So I need to find a new one. Let me just tell y'all, therapy, underrated. We should all have a therapist, especially if you work from home. <laughs> I'm just going to be honest because you are literally always second guessing every thought that goes through your head. And it's like to the nth degree. But so, so yeah. I do want to, I do want to disclose a few things that I've kept private because it's just a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, my mother-in-law has cancer. My sister has cancer. Um, my sister and my mom are fighting. So now, like, we're the only ones that listen to my sister. It's, it's just a lot. And we're four hours away from all this going on. And it's taking its toll on my wife big time. So then I feel like I have to be behind her and supporting her however I can. And all of that is taking a front seat to, like, our stuff. And it's, and it's killing my wife and me. So first off, I'm really proud of you for opening up about that because 
that was really hard. But I'll be honest, I feel like this is the first podcast in a while that you've been authentic with actually telling us, not just me, but where you're struggling in your life to make priorities, make you a priority. And what you're dealing with is not easy. It's not easy. It's not easy to watch loved ones, especially because I don't know the severity of either of those situations. And one is your wife's mom and one is your sister, you said, your sister. Mm -hmm. So your your blood and the other is your mom's blood or your, your wife's blood. That's That's not easy at all to deal with. And you have every right to lean on people, including a therapist, including, including friends and family. And no, this is, this is definitely very vulnerable. You are on YouTube right now sharing your story with people. But guess what? The cool thing about this channel is the people that are listening to you right now truly care about you. Like truly care about you. And sharing that with them, they, they literally- No, they're going to make me cry on here. They literally, they would literally want to be in the room with you and like, and, and just hug you and, and try and make things better for you and make your life easier. Can we cook you dinner? Like they would do that for you. I truly believe that all of the people in this chat would be there for you. So you being open today and sharing that was the best thing you ever did ever. And I'm so proud of you. I, and it doesn't now. First and foremost. And that's the tip of the iceberg because we're having family fights in both sides. It's just really yeah. complicated. A lot of people from my hometown are getting cancer. Um, classmates, friends, um, and it's scary. And then all this stuff happened to me and I was like, oh my God, I'm getting the cancer like everybody else. Guys, cancer is i don't even it's it's really sad the rate of of how many the amount of people i feel like you can be in a room of five people and like at least two of them have cancer and i think every single one of them has had a blood relative with cancer now do you feel comfortable disclosing um in terms of prognosis uh stages and all that are things looking positive on on those ends or I know that you had told us earlier on about the mom in law it was a leg, a leg cancer, correct? Something on the skin? Throat. Throat. Okay, no, that, that wasn't what we what we heard about. You had so told she, me about she had throat cancer. We the, we got all that cleared up. They found three spots on her lungs. Um, it's early. They think um they think they're gonna get it. Good prognosis with that. My sister's weird. Um, she was having trouble breathing. They found masses in her lungs. They removed those. They were not cancer. And then in her hip and groin area, started to develop a cluster of cancer. Okay. All right. Well, first things first is... And I don't know the prognosis there. Yeah. Um, praying, obviously. Prayers for your mother-in-law. Prayers for your sister. Prayers for your family. Because I know that... I know that stress of having family drama when you don't need family drama, when people are fighting over things that don't matter, when you got a loved one sick, it doesn't, and it doesn't help anything. All of that aside, okay, because I do want to really make sure that you are taken care of, no matter what happens in your life, 
and the people around you, your life still matters. And putting you on the backseat burner for the state of worry is not going to help the situation. That goes for your wife as well. You guys are a unit. And no matter what goes on outside of your house, you guys need to lean on each other. And sometimes that means making the hard choices to like say, hey, no, like we need to take care of our health. We need to come first this weekend. We don't need to be involved in the bullshit. And being okay with that decision, knowing that you're not going to be able to affect things in a positive or a negative way. You know, like there's a lot of people out there dealing with sick loved ones. And in fact, I've had, I had, a, I can talk about her. I had a client that got diagnosed with cancer when working with me. And let me just tell you, one of the happiest women I could see being told, literally, this is not looking good. Had to go through chemo, radiation, lost all her hair, lost a bunch of weight. And the entire time, every single week, I got a photo of her, bald head and all, with a muscle. I'm going strong. Because she wasn't going to fucking quit on herself. And you have to realize that you can only do so much for other people. You still got to take care of you. You got to take care of you. You're only going to be able to help them if you are 100%. And I'm not telling you to be selfish. I'm not telling you not to go see your family. I'm not telling you that. I'm telling you that we've got to take Scott's journey seriously, just like the guy that writes your paycheck, the job you show up to every day, that stuff matters. This matters too. It's, it's hard to look at it that way. I know it feels, it feels shameful. You feel guilty. You feel selfish. You feel overwhelmed. You feel all of those things. This right here super hard, super hard. It's, it's a gift and a curse being somebody who cares so much about others. I get it. I totally get it, dude. And, and right now that's why we're having this conversation, you know, cause I, I want you to walk away today saying like, right now I'm going to make the best choices for my health, whatever that looks like. And right now you want to know what the leading cause of cancer really is. It's not your fucking aspartame in your diet sodas and that shit. It's stress. People do not realize how much stress affects your body's immune system and if you have the genes for cancer, because we all have those genes, if we have them or not, the expression of them, oxidative stress is one of the biggest causes of cancer. There is, there is truth to being able to stress yourself sick and dead. I do believe that 100%. And there are studies on there, PubMed, go ahead and Google stress, cancer, PubMed. You'll find a bunch of studies. I don't have to tell you, but... So that was my, I didn't expect to go there today. I'm, I'm happy that we're having this talk. I, I mean, I'm not happy, but I'm, I didn't expect that to be what we were talking about today. So 
but I'm open up the floor to you. Um, I just feel helpless right now. I feel like I'm so weak um, after this weekend that I, I can't, I can't help anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and that worries me a lot. So I'm trying to, I'm trying to flip the script and take care of myself so I can take care of others. Absolutely. Well, let's start with, let's start with mapping out what that looks like. Okay. I think you have pretty good sleep habits. Am I right or am I wrong? Are you lying about that? <laughs> wow. Jab. Um, <laughs> I go to bed at the same time every night. 10, I, get 11, right? same time. I go to bed at 10 o'clock. At 10, up at 7.45. Up at 7.45. That's 11, 12, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. I'm happy with that. You're getting a good amount of sleep. Okay. You sleep through the night for the most part when you're not sick. Yeah. I have not been the last five days. Okay. So you are restless right now when you sleep. I just wake up not being able to breathe. Okay. Um, Let me and then recovering from that is really hard. Throughout the day, do you feel energized in your day? No. Okay. Before last week, were you feeling energized in your day? Yes. Okay. So this past week has just been hitting you pretty hard. All right. That's good. I know the gut stuff has been going on. Um, your day, how much time... You work from 8 a.m. until what time? Five. Eight to five. Of that, yeah. Of that time, <laughs> how many times during the day do you actually get up off of your computer? Um, Quite a bit. I really did. After the games this year, I did put some habits in place where I do get up and take a break. Like if we were in an office building, I'd get a break. Okay. And so I'm, I'm just setting that up for myself. Okay. Okay. So you do get up and you do take breaks. Okay. Um, eating schedules, pretty routine. Uh, yeah. Okay. How are you relaxing between the hours of 5 PM and 10 PM? Is that when a lot of your worry starts to come in? Is that when you and your wife are talking and talking to the family and all that stuff? Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, can we put some boundaries there in terms of like, how often are you talking to your family? And she talking to her mom-in-law every day? Uh, mom, mom-in-law probably every other day. Okay. Um. <sighs> It's my sister-in-law is a pain in the ass and, and that's where, so what happens is she sends in her side of the story and then we have to figure out the reality by then reaching out to, to family members that we trust. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. So reality is, is that you don't have to put out fires in the family. You're putting that responsibility on yourself. So my suggestion right now is to stop putting out fires. And if you want to call and you want to check in and you want to say hi, and you want to check in on your sister and your mom and your family, schedule it in, have the nightly call, pray, 
and move on because otherwise my sister, it's different, right? She's so mad at the world that we don't know when we get to know. Yeah. Like it could be two weeks. I don't hear from her even trying like to reach out and I don't get a response for two weeks. Yeah. Then I don't feel like I'm getting the full story. All right. So I don't know where we really are. That's so that's that stress, which is very different than the other. So here's what I'm going to tell you then. This is me giving you coaching is I'm not going to be able to control what calls you make, who you talk to, what you do. However, I can tell you that you're going to use those things either as an excuse not to take care of yourself or you're going to make the decisions that, hey, I'm going to take on this stress as a choice, but I'm still committed to the things I need to do for me. And that's going to be your choice. And some days you might realize, you know what? I don't need to talk to that person today and add the stress. I can wait till tomorrow. I don't need to put out a fire today. And that's really important for you. And I do think we've got to work on getting your immune system 100% again, getting you 100% again. And that's important. So a couple of things for this week is food diary. Um, I was kind of checking into things a little bit and I didn't see much. It looked like you hadn't really logged a whole bunch. I haven't really been eating much. I can't. Every time I eat, my stomach blows up. Okay. All right. So here's what we need to do. Okay. I don't care if you're not eating much or you're eating your normal food. You got to get back to tracking your food because I got to be able to help you with your nutrition. All right. So 100% honesty in your food journal. Like that's got to happen because I also want to make sure that you're getting in enough micronutrients. You're getting in enough protein. Protein is one of the biggest factors in your immune system. It's not just the antioxidants. Protein does have a huge factor on your immune system. Okay. Fats have a huge factor on your immune system in terms of how they affect your neurotransmitters and and your hormones. So we need to make sure that you're getting enough of that stuff. Are you taking your vitamin D? Okay, good. Because vitamin D does help with the immune system. All right. So you're taking your vitamin D, need to get back to food tracking, all right? So before I even give you parameters in terms of what I want to see in your meals, let's just spend the next three days and get back to actually tracking your food again, 100%. And then I'll take a look at what you're eating and we can start to kind of maybe, I'll, I'll look at things on, let's say it's Tuesday, on Friday and see going into the weekend if I want to make any adjustments to what you're eating. You'd be like, hey, I'm feeling bloated, I'm feeling blah. You know, I think that right now bone broth soups is probably something that you should be having on a regular basis. You know, I know you like, you like things like ramen. So making some ramen, but using bone broth. I had that last night. Yeah. I think that that's a great thing to increase the protein and also get you some of those that's good nutrients for your immune system. So I, I think that bone broth soups would be great for you right now. Really good for the gut as well. So I think that daily you should be maybe looking at maybe making a soup or something like that. It's still cold up there, right? Yeah. Yeah, Cheryl. It's still freaking cold. So that would be good. Um, And if you don't know a good brand, the Kettle and Fire brand is good. There's plenty of bone broths out there. Yeah. Um, So let's make, let's make, get, let's get in a cup of bone broth a day. 
I think that that's one thing that you can, can, can do in a soup, in a stew, in something, okay? Tracking your food, getting in a cup of bone broth a day. You're already taking your supplements, okay? The next thing that we have to address is movement, all right? I get it. You don't feel good. Walking up the stairs is getting you winded. I don't want you doing CrossFit this week. I want you on that spin bike. I don't care if it's just for literally at a zone one with, with your mouth closed, just trying to breathe through your nose, nasal breathing only. That's the, that's how intense I want it to be that you should not have to open your mouth to breathe. I want you doing 20 to 30 minutes a day, every single day, because those things right there, the bone broth, the food tracking, and the little bit of movement is going to get you starting to feel better. And it's going to help you kick that infection a little bit faster. It's going to get the mitochondria going. Mitochondria also help with the immune system. Okay. Philip Kelly. Yes. Nasal breathing only. If you've ever tried it with something like burpees or kettlebell swings, it's even worse. Even worse. So, but the, the bike is actually pretty bad. Okay. So that's actually where I'm getting the most air right now is nasal. That's so that's exactly it's good. For, it's good for you. So 20 to 30 minutes a day. Um, I'll put it in trainer eyes as a thing you can check off. Actually I'll do that right now. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to actually put a checklist for you right now. You'll have daily weigh-in. You're going to have track your food and you're going to have 20 to 30 minutes of bike daily because I think that those are the first things that we need to start with to kind of get you on the path to recovery. You know, I think that and here's the deal. This goes for everybody stress and, and what you're dealing with is not easy um, at all, especially when it comes to family's health. Um, but we can't change that stuff. The more we focus on it, the less we lose sight of the things that we can focus on. Like, just being a support system, like being a sounding board when your sister calls you and she doesn't talk to you for two weeks and just listening, you know, and being a sounding board for your wife, you know, like that stuff is so important. So on your dashboard, you have daily weigh-in, track your food and 20 to 30 minute bike every single day. Oh, I forgot the bone broth. Can you do the bone broth? Are you comfortable with that? I like bone broth. Good. One, I'm going to put one to two cups. And that's probably going to be for a little while. I think your, I think your gut can use it as well. For sure. Okay. So obviously I'm assuming that you didn't go and get any workouts in this week. No. Yeah, I didn't think so. Okay. So my goal this week is that obviously no gym. We're just getting those 20 to 30 minute bike sessions in. <clears throat> to answer Corey, he asked, how long did they say till the infection clears up? They said I would start feeling better tonight if I could get the prescriptions in. And I did. Um, but it won't, I'm not going to feel myself for a couple of days. Yeah. Um, and then I think he wants to see me in five days because he doesn't know. Like this was just kind of a first step. And then 
and it was an emergency visit. And then now we can start doing some more testing, um, stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, I feel like chest x-rays would be good just to make sure that you don't have pneumonia. So yeah, he did test me for that in some way and said he doesn't think I have it. Good. Well, I wrote down what our goals are for this week because that's important. More so, I'm really happy that you shared a little bit about what you've been going through personally because, you know, when it comes to nutrition, you know, if a person's brain isn't quite there, it's going to show up in their nutrition and their workouts. It's, it's something that, and, and we can only hide it for so long before it ends up surfacing, you know? So I'm, I'm happy that you did share. So, and I will be praying for your mom-in-law, for your sister, and also for your sister-in-law who doesn't know how to handle things as good as she could. Yeah. Yeah. That's, and maybe that'll be a conversation next week, but that's another complication. I'll tell you off the air and then we can decide yeah. if you want to talk about it next week. Again, the main thing here is all of those things in life are going to happen. You still have to go on. Your life has got to go on. In the words of Celine Dion, do not let me pull out my song, my song, <laughs> do not make me pull out my song because it would not be pretty. I did not grow up with a choir or chorus in mind for sure. Just, just kidding. But um, I love this. I love what Judy just said. Posting your stories each night so we can keep up. I will post a screenshot of his if you, if he checks things off in Trainerize for me. I will post it on the stories every single day that he does that. So he's got to check them off and on the honor system that he's actually doing them and not just checking them off, which I know that he will. I know he'll do them. I will call you and sing my heart will go on Scott. Don't tempt me. Corey, you know, there is a call in number now. I mean, just saying, isn't there a call in number, Scott? It's not hooked up right now. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But Kenneth wants to give you a hug. He really does. No. Yeah. So we're all here for you, dude. We're all here for you. So this audience is the best. This group. And I, I don't even, I shouldn't call them an audience. They're more than that. Like getting to meet Judy at MFC and hanging out with her and her husband and Corey. Hell, I was, I roomed with Corey. Um, Kenneth has become a good friend. Like, man, you guys are just freaking the best. They care about you. Like I said, any one of them would take you out to dinner and listen to you vent for hours. They would. They would. So. All right, guys. With that, thank you so much for all the prayers, well wishes, vibes, whatever it is you do. I appreciate every single thing. <clears throat> Corey just texted me Celine Dion. <laughs> with that, I will see everybody next time with Cheryl um, as we do. We go through this and see how I'm doing in a week. We'll see you all next time on the Clydesdale Media Weight Loss Journey. Bye, guys. C4 Energy, Extend, and Cellucor are delivering the most effective,
best tasting, and highest quality products for you. Get 20% off when you use the code Clydesdale at checkout at C, the number four energy.com. That's C4energy.com. And now back to the interview. 